about to win so big. Tell me, hydraulic money. Yeah. Money coming in. Tell me, what's the program? 25 days of cush. Yeah, get with the program. Show them what they wave, get the program. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the beginning of the week. You know what time it is. TTD boys in the building. And we are here for your wrestling needs. And we have a special one. We have the man that covers ACC wrestling for Intermat. His name is Robbie Wendell, and he is on the pod. How you doing tonight, man? I'm great, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. Excited to talk about some Hokie wrestling tonight. And that's what we're going to do, man. First off, though, Robbie, I'm a big fan of yours, so this is really cool for Dan and I to have you on our pod. So I want to say thank you to start with. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. And, uh, the Tony and crew have made it uh, very easy and really a pleasure to cover the team. Uh, we've got a pretty awesome thing going in Blacksburg, so it's, it's pretty cool to watch from the outside. Yeah, absolutely, man. we got a great staff. Uh, Dan and I have had a lot of good interaction with the guys. Coach Roby's the man, dude, by the way. Let's just throw that out there. Yeah, Tony's a great dude. So did you get to catch any of the Keystone Classic this weekend? I got to catch some of it. Uh, it was kind of a hectic day. My my oldest had a, a play that he was in this weekend, so I was threatened with my life if I didn't uh, pay attention when I was supposed to be doing dad duty. So I didn't get to catch everything, but I think I got a, a good uh, – Good rundown from the matches that I've watched and, and the info that I got from, from Ethan and, and the guys on the floor there. Tech looks pretty good. Uh, Dan and I had talked before, and I was thinking maybe four, maybe five champions, and they got five. Just pretty impressive. Got enough points to get the championship, to get the trophy, brought one back. I thought it was a pretty impressive tournament for the Hokies. It was a, it was a great weekend for them. Um, the fun part about it, I mean, this wasn't even on the schedule initially. Um, they had another dual tournament that they're supposed to go to or a dual event that they're supposed to go to. that got canceled. Um, so this was a late addition to the, to the schedule that I think it worked out pretty well for them. Pretty good competition up there. And they, they really showed out for sure. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Virginia tech wrestling kicked some ass this weekend, <laughs> took home the title. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. We actually had, at 125 was pretty cool. We had uh, two Hokies in the finals there. We had Ben Tresca and Cooper Flynn. Got pretty similar result to the inter-squad match, actually, there. Uh, it's the same result of every match I think they've ever wrestled. I think they just need to start every, every match in overtime and just go from there. Yeah, it's so tough when two guys know each other so well like that. Yeah, and they're really pretty equal, too. I think the, the starting spot would be held down pretty well by either of them, but Eddie's getting the the edge on that so they're giving him the shot yeah yeah and i mean that's completely fair you know absolutely there's not a lot of sports where you can uh you can really show that you were in the spot as much as you can in wrestling so absolutely hey 133 was good latona got the championship there beat another top 10 guy back-to-back -back weeks Same latona 133 wrestling speedway <laughs> latona looked great he uh he had a fantastic weekend 
had his little hiccup in the first match of the year. And ever since then, he's really been all and had a huge win last weekend against Mendez. Um, and then in the finals, he beat Kolioko, who's a top 10 guy and really just handled him. Um, our, our EIWA guy, Austin Summers was up there covering it. And he said, you know, he just put it pretty simply that Sam's back. He looks great. Um, looks a lot healthier not cutting all that weight seems to be a lot happier and more confident and he's really turned it on the last couple of weeks and that's the sam that that we've been expecting and kind of been waiting for and what we what we expected last year and, and you know he wasn't happy with the way everything ended up and uh, i mean you guys interviewed him you know how everything is but yeah, yeah. when we talked to him he said that he was a lot happier at 133 because he was able to you know maintain like healthier healthier weight he wasn't too worried about it now he kind of just stay there yeah it's nice when you can actually live your life and not just cut weight so that's a yeah for sure yeah he said he had a little bit bit more uh bounce in his step you know i would imagine i mean kid's about six three so i don't know how he holds that weight anyway but yeah it's tough being that tall and skinny and lean you know yeah and having muscle on top of it you know yeah sam's a great kid honestly one of the, one of my favorites that i get to interact with when i go down there uh, super mature handles himself really well he's a great leader he's you know he's great on the mat too so i think he's got a got a lot going for him yeah and that franklin and marshall kid that he wrestled was there at the tournament well he beat wittenberg who's who's sam's backup so he beat wittenberg 1-0 uh in the first round and then he didn't, I think he placed top eight, but he didn't, didn't make it too far. Um, but he's, he's a scrappy kid too. I mean, a lot of people don't know who Pat Phillips was, but he's, he's got a lot of potential. Um, they do a lot with a little in Frank at Franklin and Marshall. So it's nice to see them get a little bit of shine too. Unfortunately, yeah, he's <laughs> at a the expense friend. of Sam's first match, but yeah, that not as fun then, but he's like a fringe top 30 guy. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be a qualifier this year. I think. Another guy that was nice to see get to bounce back was Colin Girardi. Got the title, man. Yeah, you know, it's been tough for Colin. And I love I love Colin. I used to coach against him. So I've known Colin since he was in like seventh grade. Um, so it's been, you know, great to see him him grow up. He was in our district that I coached in and, you know, seeing him win all the titles in Virginia and, and just become the young man that he's become. Uh, you know, it's been great for the Hokies the start of the last couple of years. But Tom Crook's been really on a run, so Colin hasn't had the starting nod, but he came out in Philly and really showed out. He had a great weekend. Yeah, that's why I thought it was really cool for Colin to get to go out there and get a tournament title, you know. He's been through so much, and he's been weathering the storm. And Yeah, for sure. He's, he's a great kid, too. He had, I mean, he had some, some solid competition, too. Ferranti from Penn's no slouch. He beat him in tiebreakers, and that's, you know, that's kind of Colin's go-to. Is, you know, he's, he's tough to score on and, and does really well in, in close bouts. They actually had a, put up a lot of points this weekend. He had a tech fall and a major, so which is not super common for Colin, but but he looked great. Another guy I was impressed with was Caleb Benson at 149. Almost had it into the finals, lost a close one in sudden victory to Zap there. And that guy's no joke either. No, Zap's good. And he's he's dropping down for 57. That's his first weekend at 49. So he's a top 10 guy. Super close match. You know, you could you can bitch about the refereeing all you want to but at the end of the day you got to do what you got to do and he just didn't didn't quite get it done and dropped one in in, uh, in overtime but you know came back and and beat another ranked kid in in uh, kinner to pick up third so it was good yeah. to see him bounce back because he hasn't had I won't say he hasn't had a 
anything difficult this year because he's had some pretty damn tough guys. But it's nice to see him bounce back after a loss because that's that's something that's important to be able to do. Yeah, and bounce back and be a tough guy. Those kind of days or tournaments, however you want to put it, kind of gets you ready for, you know, the end of the year. It gets you ready for March. Yeah, for sure. Felt bad for <laughs> for the Crook family. I mean, Tom didn't wrestle this weekend, but but Caleb beat his brother twice. He beat Jack yeah. twice. The first round and in Fun the fact, right? semis. Yeah, so Jack's really good, too. So it's, it's nice to see him getting out there. Yeah, that was fun, and then 157, we had Clayton Ory there filling in for Andonian this weekend. A pretty good tournament. I didn't like the loss to Askey uh, from App State, but it was a close match. It was 3-2. We came back. Both both of his losses were to App State guys. Uh, their starter, Cody Bond, he lost to in the, the fifth and sixth place match. Um, but otherwise, he looked pretty solid. I mean, I, I like him back down to 57. I think he's a lot more comfortable there. It's, it's a much more natural weight for him. So it's nice to see him going out there and being competitive, even if he's not, you know, getting the starting nod. With all these people that Connor Brady beat this weekend, how much do you think he'll jump up ranking-wise? Uh, he'll he'll definitely make some jumps. I mean, he beat 19, 20, and 25 uh, in our rankings. So I would expect top 20. Um, he was kind of on the fringe just because initially uh, Drew Nicholson was 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 ranked because that's who they thought was, was going to be the starter, and they thought Connor – was going to take a red shirt year, but he's, he's ready to go. So they're going to roll with him. Ravano's no joke. I was most impressed by his match against Formato, the app state kid, because he is, he has been given headaches to ACC guys for the last three years. Um, beat Bullard from NC state. Like every time they've met um, beat. Shoot. Did he beat last year? The, Gave a really good match to McCoy from UVA last year, but they're uh he's a scrappy, scrappy kid and really hard to score on. And Connor, he beat him five two. Um, just Connor looked great this weekend. He was he was firing on all cylinders, you know, put up some good points early and won close matches in, against the ranked guys. But that's I mean that's what you expect. Another guy that looked great, Hunter Bowen and Sam Fisher. Actually, we can go both there. I thought both guys had a pretty good tournament, but Bowen was just incredible. You know, I, I, I sent a message, uh, I sent a message to Ethan when I saw his finals match and he said, it's, it's, this is the hunter that we need to see if he wants to be an all American again. Um, he really seems like he had that kind of killer instinct this weekend that we haven't seen from him. We didn't see as much last year. Um, and I think he'd tell you that too, if he, you know, ever actually talked, he's not, not a big talkative guy, but he, uh, he just didn't have that, you know, that, that, that little bit that, that it takes to make that make the podium. And he, this weekend, he, he had two pins and two tech balls. So he was, he was certainly on a mission and got things done. Yeah. He loved those points. He does. He does. Fisher looked great too. I mean, that's yeah, a great Tarantino. backup to have. Yeah. It's a great backup to have. Yeah, yeah. I think he's really good as well. Yeah. I mean, he had a great spring. He, he made a lot of jumps last year. Um, and Hunter's not going to go in every match. So, having somebody who's, you know, a quality backup like Fisher is and, and ready to step in whenever he's needed. Uh, it's a good thing for the Hokies to have. Yeah. Another guy that I'm really excited about is uh, TJ Stewart. It was fun to see him this weekend, him and Cody Howard. It's nice to get Cody Howard back, man. Junkyard dog. I love Cody. That kid is <laughs> he's the most positive person. He's always smiling, always lifting up his teammates. Um, 
when I was there this summer, uh, I was there at one of the camps and he was talking to the campers and he made some comment like, you know, I don't care what the media says, you know, it doesn't matter what these, these, you know, fat old writers who are sitting around eating chips, doing nothing. I was like, Hey Cody, come on, man. <laughs> and he, he came up to me afterwards and just were super apologetic. It's like, oh, I know you're just joking. I don't care. <laughs> but it was just, it really showed his, you know, his character. He's, he's such a good kid. Yeah. And he has just such a good drive and a good motor about him too. He's going to do really well in life, no matter what he does. Absolutely. I think you say the same thing for TJ too. I mean, that kid yeah. has, you know, unlimited potential and he's, he's going to be somebody that the Hokies are really dependent on for the success of the program the next few years. And he had a good weekend. Um, I mean, he, he lost to a ranked guy. Those were his two losses on the weekend. He lost to Urbis twice. Um, but, you know, he got pinned in the first round or second round match and then came back and, and only lost to him six, four in the third place match. So clearly he, he made some adjustments and picked some things up and, and figured it out within the tournament, which is, which is a big uh, sign of maturity, I think. Yeah, and he's still got like a little bit of filling out to do, I think, for 197. But getting fourth Absolutely. as a true freshman, that's no joke, man. No, he's he's going to be in that weight room for a year, and he's he's going to look like a like a different man next year. He's going to lose some of that baby weight, and not that he's a you know any slouch as it is, but get him a solid year in the weight room with the nutritionist and the and the strength coach. He's gonna he's gonna fill that the extra few pounds in really well. Yeah, and then we got a guy that's coming off a red shirt year at 285. We had Kafka. He got second. I really would have liked to have seen him pull it off, man. I'd like to have seen him finish this thing off. Yeah, that was – I mean, it's a tough final too. And the the hard thing about that is that's – you know, it's an ACC opponent, and he's going to have to figure that out. Um, I think he probably should have won that match. I I would favor him over Niesenbaum uh, in probably nine out of ten times. Um, Jonas, he's, he's had a good run. He's won the last two tournaments that he's wrestled in. He's, he made major jumps last year. He went from like a six and 16 guy to, you know, a seven fifty winning percentage and, and being one match away from the NCAAs last year, um, uh, really filled out a lot, got a lot stronger. So he, he's no slouch. Um, but you know, Hunter's got to have that killer instinct and he didn't show it that last match. I mean, you look at his other matches, he's putting up eight points this one, he, you know, he just didn't didn't pull the trigger like he should have. Now they faced each other before, correct? Uh, if they did, it would have been two years ago. Yeah, he wrestled him in twenty twenty one. Tech fault him seventeen zero. Wow. Yeah. So, like I said, though, Nisenbaum made some jumps last year. He was he was one in five that season during the shortened season. He was sixteen and eleven last year and lost like five of those matches in overtime. So he's he's improving and will be, will be a challenger for uh, heavyweight in the ACC. So that's, that's a match that Kak is going to have to figure out. And that's a match that he's going to have to win. And I think he pulls the trigger more. He, he wins that match. Yeah. I kind of agree with you there too. That could be an ACC final that we're looking at. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. Honestly, that uh, I think the NC state guys will have something to say about that, but those two are certainly right up there. Yeah. So overall it was a good weekend for the Hokies. They took home the trophy, and I think it's a pretty tough little tournament myself. It's kind of underrated in many ways. Yeah, they've, they've turned it around. I mean, Penn's doing such a great job with their program in general. Um, yeah, they got McFadden up there. 
yeah, David's up there training, um, wrestling really well out of their, their RTC. Have another guy there named Jordan Burroughs. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's, he's kind of good at wrestling. He's he's up there as well. Yeah, he's got a couple he's got a couple like pairs couple pairs of shoes. Something about <laughs> something about silver medals or something. Yeah. Now he's uh yeah. doing a lot of good things and and uh you know huge shout out to their their coaching staff and um their director of ops Kev- Kevin. I'll give him a special shout out. Um, they put on a great tournament and they they pulled in some really strong teams this year. Would have liked to see. Arizona State at full strength. They had a couple guys who weren't starting, but uh, certainly no slouch of a tournament. No, very good tournament. Very good early on in the season to get everybody ready. And we got another big one this week, man. We got two Hokies going down to the All-Star Classic. What do you know about that, Robbie? I'm super excited about it. I mean, it's it's an event that we, you know, in in the wrestling world, be trying to figure out how to get back going. And and thankfully, Flo was able to to get it going this year. it used to be that it was actually before the season started and it was, it was exhibition matches and they would try out uh, potential rule changes. So we had some years where it had some kind of wonky rules and it makes for some interesting results, but this year it's going to be pretty much straight up. Um, they are exhibition matches so that they don't count um, towards the, the actual season record. So even, you know, when Makai beats Sirachi, it doesn't necessarily guarantee him the one seed at, at uh, NCAAs. Yeah, you mentioned that it uh, used to be before the season. I remember uh, Devin Carter doing it. He was he went up to 149 before he went back down to 141. He did. I think that was the year it was in D.C., if I remember correctly, at America. Yeah, I was, yeah and they I was were there. experimenting <laughs> with some funky rules that year, actually. Yeah, that's that's one of the – they had that's the out-of-bounds rules that were funky that year, if I, if I remember correctly. Like they were yes. Trying, they were trying to change. That's correct. And so we moved to more of what we have now with, with the one-foot, one-toe drag, instead of having to tap to you. It was, it was, it was a weird change for the time, but kind of what we're used to now. So what do you think about Bryce Andonian's matchup with Luan from Michigan? I love it. Um, super excited to see Bryce up a weight. Uh, saw Luan went down in North Carolina last weekend for UNC duel with Michigan. Um, and I was not impressed at all with Luan. Uh, he almost lost to UNC's backup sincere Bailey. Uh, and no, nothing against Sincere. He's a great kid and, and has a lot of potential, but he's no Austin O'Connor. Um, and Bailey held him on his back for, I think, three different sets of two, but he couldn't quite get a four count. Um, otherwise, he would have took that match. It was a, I think it was a 3-2, ended up 3-2 with like a late escape from Luan to get the win. And Luan's tough. I mean, he's, he's a really good defensive wrestler. Most of his matches are super low scoring, but if Bryce goes out there and, and wrestles like Bryce, um, I think it should be honestly a pretty lopsided victory for Bryce. Yeah, he's electric. I just don't want to blink. I'm trying to stare at the screen the entire time. My eyes are watering. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's he's fun. He's he's uh, very very fun to watch. Yeah, just looking at at Milan's record last year. I mean, he's an All American. He placed fifth. He's coming into the season ranked third. Uh, at the NCAAs, lost to Monday, who was a finalist, lost to Carr, who was a national champ two years ago, beat Teamer, which is kind of surprising, honestly, in sudden victory. But I don't know. I think Bryce's length is going to give him a lot of troubles. Flan's kind of a, a stockier guy, definitely not as tall as Bryce. And 
he's a super good defensive wrestler, but I think Andonia can, can break through that and open him up pretty well. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to hit something, whether it's a throw or something off of a reshot. Bryce is really good at chain wrestling. He puts things together. He, yeah, he's he, very he good at reactionary. Pulls out random stuff that doesn't seem to be <laughs> anything that anybody else can do. Yeah, something yeah. that you saw at a wrestling camp when you were in sixth grade <laughs> and you were like, man, that is sick, but I don't know when I would ever hit that. And he just like does it regularly. Yeah, three times a match against... <laughs> Evan Wiggs. <laughs> yeah. His mom. That's what I, I, he's one of those guys that it would be so like super credit to, to Freyer and his, his main, his main guy at his weight, but like, it would be so hard to coach him. <laughs> I'd be on the edge of my seat, not breathing, just watching him do all the wild stuff. He does never knowing what's going to happen. It's uh, it's gotta be tough as a coach. Yeah. I would need blood pressure medicine. <laughs> and I think we might need some for this next matchup, man. We got, a finals repeat. We got Makai running it back with Starochi. This is going to yeah, be good. Starochi getting, getting whooped. I'd love to see it. I would love to see it. Um, yeah, I think uh, that Starochi actually locked hands in that finals last year. I had I'm a couple not, steel shots of it. I'm not going to disagree with you on that one. How do you see this one going? Oh, I mean, it's they're both so good. So good. Um, I think Makai, I think Makai can beat him. I've thought that, I thought that last year, I thought probably should have beat him last year. Um, but I think the, the motivated Makai Lewis that we're seeing right now and where his head is at and where he is in his training and how focused he is, I think he's super dangerous. Um, he wrestled really tough Ethan Smith last week and it wasn't his best match, but he beat an all American, uh, never really in doubt. And I think we're going to see a similar match here against Starachi. Um, I think Starachi's tough because he's so long too. And that, that gives a lot of people fits because he's so fast and so, so strong, but he's also super lanky. So he can get to some weird positions. Um, but I mean, their final was probably the best match of the tournament last year, at least the best final, I think. And it was six, five and tiebreakers. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, hard not to think that Makai can, can edge that out and, and reverse that result. Yeah, it's hard to beat somebody very good twice in a row like that. Agreed. That's why I think this coin toss lands heads this time and Makai wins. Also, I think Makai's look extremely strong, just physically stronger this year. Makai is jacked. He's a scary guy. I mean, if he yeah. weren't such like a, a calm, kind-hearted guy, he'd be kind of intimidating. I mean, I'm a tennis, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to wrestle him, but he's uh, he's such a sweetheart that, I mean, once, once you kind of interact with him, you see that and you know, it's, it's clearly a different guy on the mat, but he's a, he's a scary, scary guy. Yeah. I'm going to be curious to see what offense gets set up against Starachi this year, this match this week, because that elbow pass in the finals to the low single, I thought was just incredibly slick. Makai created an, ex, an extremely nice angle. And you could tell that Freyer and those guys had, seen it on tape so mm -hmm. i'm sure they've seen other stuff they've studied so it's gonna be kind of cool to see what they pull out of the playbook i would like to see mckay get to some of his more explosive stuff i think that's that's where he's most successful and where where he makes the biggest difference like he's he has the fastest reshot and it's so powerful where he can go to a double leg off a reshot and i don't remember him hitting that against starachi i haven't watched no. that in a few months no because starachi but, wasn't really 
trying to create a <laughs> was, ton of offense. A whole, yeah, and that's stalling. That's, and that's <laughs> that was the I mean that was their game plan because Makai is so good on the reattack too. I mean that's yeah. that's where he that's kind of his bread and butter. Yeah, he, he's it's it's something special that he can do. Uh, and the angles that he can create and the power that he can get off that low double, like it's, it's super impressive. And his single leg defense is just like some of the most impressive I've ever seen. Yeah. It's he's, he's, he's uh, not easy to score on. I think it's probably the easiest way to say it. He can get yeah. to some super funky positions too. Yeah. He's so flexible and still strong when he's in those positions that it's hard to advance on him. Yeah. I think the thing that, that has always impressed me the most with Makai is his composure. Um, he's, he's so mature. I mean, it, you know, now he's getting a little, little longer into the, the college experience, but even, you know, it, it, as a freshman, like his composure, it was so impressive and his ability to kind of maintain just a, a steady state in, in the highest matches. That's an impressive thing for him to be able to do. And that's, that's hasn't changed at all. And it's honestly probably improved. I mean, you saw that, in his matches with Hidley last year. Um, and I think you see that again with Starachi. Like he's, he's able to just kind of focus and hold it together really, really well and not be thrown off by anything. Yeah, I totally agree. And I'm looking forward to this all-star matchup, man. This is going to be a fun one this week. Absolutely. Well, let me give one more shout out on the ACC side because um, we got Cole Matthews wrestling as well at 140. Uh, excuse me, at 141. He's got Andrew Aliris from North, uh, Northern Colorado, who's a late uh, – late swap but i think that'll be a fun match um give the other acc team some love here he's a tough guy he's uh ranked number one in the country right now i think he he picks up the win too i'm going three and oh for acc teams um tomorrow night and that's that's what i hope and expect to see yeah i'm going three and oh as well and the acc is going to be off to a strong start man big 10 shaking yeah man it's it's a I'm, I'm glad to be kind of on the, gra- the ground floor of this, seeing, seeing these teams building up and, and being so successful and, and seeing the direction that, you know, the majority of the teams in the, in the, the conference are going. Um, is that the, the UVA duel last night with Northwestern? They, they're making improvements. Their recruiting has been awesome. Uh, their young guys are, are really, really tough. You know, they, they held a, you know, top 10 Northwestern team to within seven, and a couple of those matches could have gone either way. Um, North Carolina. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of the Ohio State match with Tech a little bit. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, I think they change up a couple things in their lineup, um, potentially pulling some red shirts, and it can make a huge difference for them. Yeah, one thing flops a different way, and you got an upset, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Except for with Makai, because he's going to win. I like it. Don't call it an upset, because we told you it was going to happen. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. <laughs> well, Robbie, thanks for coming on here, man, and running down ACC wrestling with us. Absolutely, man. Uh, let's let's uh, chop it up again before we get into uh, into ACC season. Uh, I'm down. Let's do this during the season, man. This is going to be fun. Absolutely. I'll be, I'll be down your way uh, in a couple weeks. I'll be there at the Mizzou Duel. So will um, I. I'm going to the Mizzou Duel. That's going to be a good one. It's my and first collegiate one. wrestling event. That's a good one to go to. That's going to be a heck of a duel. Yeah, and then we're both going to be at NC State. That'll be a good one, too. I'll be there as well. Um, So I'll be – We'll definitely see you. Yeah, I'll be at the Mizzou duel. I'm planning to be at the Cornell duel uh, at Moss. If I can't be there, then I'm going to go up to the 
the Mason American duels the next day. Uh, that I guess I think it's that Saturday, it might be that Sunday. Um, but then I'll be there at the, the NC State match as well. So definitely nice. get some miles down to Blacksburg. Oh, yeah. Wonderful place to be, man. And we look forward to meeting you down there, man. All right, man. Appreciate it. Hey, Robbie, I appreciate you coming on. Everybody, this is Robbie Wendell from Intermet Wrestling. He covers the ACC. He is the expert of wrestling. I'm throwing it out there. I'm giving you that nickname. <laughs> I'll let you and say he will that. be I'm back on. <laughs> All right, guys. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Robbie. Yes, sir, so, man. Appreciate you, dude.